about this time. Strap yourselves in. Let's take you on this ride with Next Legacy. We a radio station for the people. Providing hella heat. Let's get to it. Next Legacy Radio, we're coming through your room Interviews on deck with guests listening to Hashtag and imagine if it was you What's happening, we packing with people coming through How about you? Lace it up, we ready, providing hella heat Turned up, we racing to it, track me Y'all ready for this journey of a lifetime This Next Legacy agent just like fine wine Tune in NextLegacy.com Getting you ready for this interview. Let's get to it. Radio station for the people. Yeah. We got hella heat. We got hella heat. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. This is Charles. I am Brandon Madison alongside Danielle Denia Jour Carroll. And we have a beautiful guest who's hanging out with us to talk sports and other things. And, um, you know, hey, uh, I feel like there's a storm coming just mainly because <laughs> the Nevada storm has taken over the sports airways through Next Legacy Radio. And I love it, yep. love it, love it. And I have Laura Xander with us on Next Legacy Sports. How's it going, sweetheart? Oh, it's going great. It's good. I just got done stretching, trying to do my recovery. <laughs> trying to. Oh, right. oh, okay. Yep. Recovery. Is it recovery, bad recovery? Like it's going to take you a minute or just. No, it's nah. just day to day, like recovery, just trying to make sure that, you know, I can still get up and work out the next day. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Preemptive. <laughs> Pre, pre, was it premeditated recovery? I like that. Yeah, prehab. Like yeah, yeah. Prehab. There you go. Yeah. There Doing you lots go. of prehab. Yeah, getting prepared you know to what? get hit. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that term used though. Prehab. Yeah. Have you? Oh yeah, yeah. It's a big one. Yeah. Okay. So I was gonna say you might as well coin that phrase and let's <laughs> let's let's copyright that yeah. thing because. Exactly. Not out yeah, there I as get much it. as it should be, though. Yeah, good point. Maybe we can get a quarter for every time somebody Yay, says it. There right. you go. Yes. There you you go. heard it here first. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, Laura, as 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 I think about just as I'm getting to know the Women's Football League, clearly um, I'm extremely intrigued and I'm looking forward to this season. I'm looking forward to being able to go out there, meet you in person, watch you perform, probably do pre and post game interviews. I, I'm just a visionary. So I'm thinking about all these things. Right. So yeah. I'm 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 want to get to the beginning. And, and I and I've asked a lot of the uh, athletes um, in this league this question to start off, because I just I feel like the listeners need to know. So right. when did your love affair with football begin? Um. Love affair is a strong phrase. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I think it's just part of my DNA. I don't know that there's even a love affair. I mean, I just, you know, from the time I was a little like rat kid, 
you know, in the apartment complex. I mean, we always had like a little spot in between the two buildings that we just tackled each other. So I think it's more a love affair with tackling people, you know, and (laughs) (laughs) I guess. And so now it's just part of life. That's just what you do. You try not to do it at the grocery store. You know, you try not to do it in public places (laughs) if people haven't opted in. But yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it's just always been, it's like basketball, you know, I grew up playing basketball and you grew up playing football. I mean, that's just what you do. You know, it's just part of life. Laura, you can't, you can't chase down anybody on aisle four. That's just not going to work. Right. Uh, You you can once you can do it once. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But what? Only on Black Friday. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You just make sure and wear your pads. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. Now, the cool yep. thing about this about this league is I'm I'm finding the more that I talk to you all, not just with the Nevada Storm, but with other uh, other teams mm-hmm. out in the you know city states or whatnot. Um, the more I'm finding it that everyone is so invested in the progression of this league. And I want I when you first joined the league, what was your initial reaction, your thoughts? Did you see that? Did you see the growth potential? I guess I should say. 100%. Um, like you said, like the visionary side of me kicked in and I'm just, and I actually, um, you know, living in Reno, I have some friends that are business owner, female business owners and they're athletes. Um, a lot of excellent college athletes. And I'm immediately calling and I'm like, did you guys have any idea that there's this two-time national women's tackle football team in town? Like there, we could blow this up, especially where we live, you know, we're in Reno slash Tahoe. So there are a ton of athletes, you know, I mean, we're just, a lot of us move there. I moved there from San Francisco so that we could be in the mountains so that we could play sports, you know, whether it's mountain biking or skiing or running or you know, football, of course. Um, so yeah, I mean, there is so much potential for this. And there are so many girls out there that want to play, you know, that that want to tackle people in a safe place. <laughs> in a socially acceptable environment. <laughs> yep. We've all watched Wonder Woman and we're ready, you know? Laura just has a tackling, just, uh, just an itch. Like, are you, are you willing to tackle somebody right now at this moment, Laura? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I I have a 13 year old kid and I'm constantly like, I'm like, bring it. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. So that's what we do. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Danielle, go ahead. Until somebody gets hurt and then one of us cries and screams and then, you know, <laughs> then we do it again. <laughs> I love it. So, so you mentioned that you used to play uh, rugby. So what have been the biggest differences between rugby and football? So I've, heard oh. I've heard a lot of uh, girls that, that come from, you know, that, that have gotten into women's football have started out in rugby. Um, the biggest shocker for me was how much you have to learn, like how much you have to memorize. Um, and that, you know, if the ball drops, like you can't catch a bounce pass, you know, I mean that like once the ball bounces, so I'm still so used to like, if somebody throws the ball and it bounces right in front of me, I still want to grab it and go. 
um, and apparently the play is down. But that, and I just cannot get over how much there is to memorize, how many offensive plays, how many defensive plays. So for me, you know, that big difference is the play stops, you reset, you reevaluate everything as opposed to just kind of go, 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 and, you know, fly off. So that's, it's been very um, humbling you know, and taxing on the brain, like I'm sleeping more than I've ever slept because my brain is constantly regenerating cells, I think, from, you know, this overexposure of information. Um, So whoever says that, you know, football guys are just dumb jocks is ridiculous. I mean, that's, I think they must be the smartest guys out there to have to remember all this stuff. So, yeah, so that's a big one, I think. That and then the pads, you know, I mean, it's so much more freeing to play rugby and you just have nothing on. So you get to run a little faster, you know, you can stick your fingers in there and, you know, really get in other people's muscles. Yeah. I mean, I've never played rugby. I've only seen it on occasion and you're a thousand percent right. I mean, the pads clearly will slow anybody down. I don't care if you're super fast or moderate to not fast at all. You're going to slow. But rugby is different. It's just different. It's it's still violent, but it's still cool, though. Like it is it is cool. And um, you mentioned something about just the the football aspect. The the okay, the play is over. American football is more like chess pieces, right? You kind of have to maneuver yes. or move certain things in a different direction. Okay, well, we're going to call a timeout because I don't like the way this looks or right. something to that effect. Um, and clearly from what you're saying, your mind is moving so, 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 so fast. So how have you been able to adjust? Um, for me, I mean, I'm just studying, you know, studying a lot and l- trying to learn, well, one, you know, reading football for dummies by Howie Long, like over and over and over again, you know, and trying to book, really understand. It's a great book. Yeah. Um, and reading other, like I just read um, uh, The Education of a Coach, the Bill Belichick book. And, you know, I'm moving on to like Vince Lombardi and just trying to really understand the verbiage and kind of the high level goals, you know, of what the different defenses do and, you know, um, how to set all those things up. But really just studying. I mean, I don't know what else to do except for study and and kind of use some mnemonic devices in the beginning. I mean, I think everybody at practice thinks I'm crazy because I talk out loud all the time. I'm like, okay, so smoke here, bubble here, smoke, you know, do we, we do this, we do that, we do this, we do that. And they're like, you're not supposed to say it out loud. I'm like, yeah, but right now I have to say it out loud so that it imprints on my brain so that, you know, at some point in the future, um, it just will come very naturally that you understand, you know, what an out is and what a hook is and what a slant is. And, you know, I mean, things that you, I mean, when you played backyard, you know, neighborhood football, you just drew stuff on your hand, right? So it, it was never a play that was much bigger than what could be on your hand or maybe in the dirt, you know, it wasn't that complicated and, you know, everybody didn't do all these different kinds of things. So um, it's like you said, the chess and the the orchestra part of it. You know, um, and the other part that the coaches have really stressed is just focus on my position for right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to worry about and I don't have to remember what the other 10 people are doing. Just, you know, memorize my part and then I can gradually layer on, 
you know, what the girl next to me is doing and what the girl next to me is doing and, you know, all those things. So, and just being patient, you know, with myself and recognizing that it's going to take some time. Hey, Laura, you said something that uh, brought back a ton of memories um, as a young, as a young lad playing football, um, either on a in a field or in the streets. Um, yeah. When you brought this hand up and you're literally like, you go here. Yep. Yep. You make a slat, you make a slant, you just yep. slant it right there, or you go through here, or you make a curl, or whatever the case may be. Or let me let me tell you this. I don't know if you remember this or not, but you know, especially if you were playing in the streets, you saw a a, a red yes. Chevy. Yep. You make <laughs> I knew, a, you make I knew a where you were going. The red Chevy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There you go. Yep. But there don't go, go to the blue one because that guy's hey. an asshole. And, you know, you, you oh, don't want to hit his car. He's going to get all pissed off at you. That's it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Those are memories you can never take away. So did no. you have that same kind of feeling with not just this totally. sport, but rugby as well? Um, A little less because when I played rugby, I started in college. So it was a little more civilized, I guess. Got you. You know, it was a little less ragamuffin than, you know, growing up as a kid with no parents around to tell us we're not supposed to punch each other in the face. Um, so yeah. And you know, and then you have a coach, so it's a lot different as well when you have an adult there who's kind of telling you the overarching goals and, you know, what everybody should do versus, you know, just one of the kids and us all, I want to be quarterback. No, I want to be quarterback, you know, um, which is an experience in and of its own, but yeah. Yeah. Love the red Chevy. Yeah, ours is more like a blue pinto, but you know, Come on, you, we we've had those. We had the tan ones, and we had the uh -huh. Toyota Corollas with the hatchback. You just yeah, go to the, the Ford Escort. I was waiting for the Ford Escort. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, memories! So many, so many memories. What, yeah, what and you mean? know what? Those were the days before, at least you know, for my generation, those were the days before the automatic, like um, the security signals. So it didn't matter if like, you know, you hit the car, it just was a thunk, you know, it didn't like beep, beep, beep. Nah, nah, yeah. you just kept moving. You kept moving. And, um, <laughs> you know, yeah, listen, I, I've dented many of cars in my lifetime yep. and we just kind of kept moving. So, oh yeah, yeah, you know, it, it happens. Yep. The position you are currently playing for the Nevada Storm is? Um, wide receiver on offense and then corner on defense. So I take it that by those two positions that you're playing that you have pretty good hands, right? I guess. Yeah. I mean, they catch things. <laughs> so <laughs> most of the time. And also yeah. I take it that you seem to have some exceptional speed because to play those two positions, you kind of need to have it. Yeah. I was pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm relatively quick. I'm one of the quicker girls. For sure. I was, a, I ran track, you know, as well in high school and college. So, um, so I don't have that crazy explosive speed that some of the girls have, you know, in that first 30 or 40, I was more like a hurdler, you know, 100, 200, 400. Um, so I can go the distance. Laura, you have deceptive speed. That's what it is. Don't let anybody tell you different. Yeah. Well, and especially, I mean, when I played rugby, I played fullback. So the the magic combination was the speed and the force, you know, then when you hit somebody. So if you can get that, you know, it didn't really matter that you weren't as big as some of the other girls because physics like takes care of a lot of it for you. That is true. 
That is true. Um, yeah. Real quick before uh, Denia asks a question, uh, with the corner and wide receiver, clearly there's opportunities or you've had them in your career so far where you just really have to, you know the play, you have to rely on instinct. More as a wide receiver than a corner. Corner, you're just trying to cover the best receiver. Or you're going to have instinct because you might have to jump a route and, you know, pick a ball off or bat the ball or whatever. So instincts, those little intangibles is super key. So tell me a little bit about your style of play. Are you more, you know, do you lull some of these people to sleep and then just you're 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 just going to go go ahead? Or am I talking too much and the team that's probably going to wind up listening to this? probably need maybe we should just not even say anything about it at all right maybe i don't know you tell me well it's a great question but i'm so i'm a rookie so i haven't played a game in this league um with pads on yet okay so my experience right is playing basketball and then um and obviously playing rugby and stuff so um i'm kind of interested to see how it really i mean i'm fascinated to see how it plays out you know, when I played basketball, my I was always I mean, I was a defensive player like that was, you know, that's really where I shone and anticipating where the ball was going to go. And I always went on the girl that was going to score the most. And, the you know, the goal was to shut her out, you know. Um, so instinct was a huge part of it. Instinct and then being able to see the whole field, you know, and really be able to kind of process like peripherally, like everything that's going on at the same time. Um, and then, like you said, instinct or anticipation or whether it's like really fast Sherlock Holmes, I'm not sure, um, whatever that mechanism is, but being able to kind of guess, you know, what's going to happen next, reading cues. I mean, that's the fun part. So that's, I mean, that's really like my favorite part because it's so deductive, you know, really trying to read body language and see what's going on. Um, and then on the offensive side, you know, as well but more on the defensive side, like that's where I'm really stoked. I think For that sure. that's going to be really cool. For sure. Yeah. Can't there's nothing, that. I mean, you know, I, I, in some ways, you know, the evil scientist part of me thinks there's nothing more fun than ruining somebody's day by like raking the ball out. Listen, um, I'm, I'm with you a thousand percent. Let's go. Let's do it. You <laughs> right? do that when you go to road games anyways, everybody yeah. that's on the road will be depressed by the time you're done. And that's okay. It brings a smile on your face. Everybody's happy in your circle. Yeah. Not them. But yeah, that's exactly. All right. And it makes the and it makes the other team better, right? So yes. I'm actually contributing to the sport because it's elevating and it's making everybody better at their own game. Um, and go. I'm sure I'm gonna get just as schooled as, you know, and I'm sure I'll get raped and all that stuff too, which is great. And that's the fun part. Like that's why that's why we play we play because we're consistently progressing and constantly getting better and constantly being challenged and seeing how far we can take our own bodies and how far we can take ourselves. Right. I can't wait, I mean, to, see you. I can't wait to see you play. This is going to be fun. This is going to be a fun season. <laughs> yeah. Danielle, yeah. Go ahead. Where do you see women's football in the next, well, going in the next five years? Oh, that's a great question. I, you know, in our rookie orientation, we had a presentation, a taped presentation of the, um, the president, I think it was the president or the CEO, the CEO of the organization of the WFA. And she's like spot on. I mean, again, 
visionary, there's so far that we could take this. And with all the work that, you know, women's soccer has done and other women's sports out there to really put women's sports, you know, make them top of mind um, and put them out there. I think that there is a ton of potential for us to start having more and more, you know, even, you know, increasing the number of girls that are playing flag football. You know, like my son, you know, he's in eighth grade. He'll play tackle next year, but he's been playing flag up to now. Um, And I want to see more girls out there. And so I think that if we can take like a great, you know, if we can, if we can really tell the story well um, and invite girls, and maybe we don't talk a ton about punching other people in the face and stuff, but, you know, if we can talk about how this is really driving your competitive spirit, how it's really, um, I mean, I think the cerebral part of it is incredible, you know, and how much you have to memorize and the chess side of it. And I think that's something that's not talked about enough. I mean, I certainly didn't realize that it was as um, intellectually intense as it really is. So I just, I think that there's tons of potential for us to start to make this more mainstream um, and, and really elevate it. And who doesn't want to see a bunch of like women play football? Like who doesn't? I mean, my husband's the one who he saw that this team was in town and he's like, dude, you've got to play. Like, this is so up your alley. Like, please, like, you know, we want you to play. And I wanted my son as 13 and he's about to start playing tackle. And so we're like, this is something we could experience together. You know, we'll both be on the football team. I mean, how yeah. cool is that? That would be great. Right? How awesome is that? What do you think is the biggest, biggest misconception when it comes to women playing sports? Oh, hmm. Maybe just that they don't want to, you know, or that they don't have time or it's not a priority. Um, I happen to work in a place that's primarily women and most of them, I, I guess a lot of the women just don't think they can, like they, they almost don't think it's allowed, you know, so normalizing, I guess, normalizing women in sports and, and making people realize that, I don't know, women are just as tough. I mean, again, Wonder Woman, like, let's just all watch Wonder Woman again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> now, I, and and Laura, I, I look at it, you know, especially from a male's perspective. I again, it goes back to what I'm, what I can speak freely on as far as the passion that I have for sports. Listen, include everybody. Let everybody yeah. play the thing yeah. that they love to play and who they want to be a part of, and building certain things. I mean, my daughter plays tennis, you know, at a pretty good level. And she's amazing at what she does. I'm not saying it because that's my child. I just think that it is great camaraderie to see people, doesn't matter, male, female, whatever, play together, win together, lose together, experience that whole process together. And it's and it's cool that the the WFA is 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 at a point where we are seeing some some ascension right it's great to see um it's great to experience but also from a male's perspective i feel like women should play whatever it is they want to play at whatever level they want to play and have fun um 100 same thing with journalism women journalists bring more let's go Let's do it at a level where they can be able to explain sports in detail and we can have a conversation like this, which is great energy. So 
you can't go wrong when you're put in a position like this. And I'm just glad the Women's Football League is doing this at a at a level that's going to continue to grow. Your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. Same page. Um, you know, one of the things. So, you know, in my in my professional life, um, one of the things that I've really noticed is that over the years. And I didn't realize this until later um, that, you know, I've never people have said, you know, well, you're you're really confident or whatever. And I'm like, I don't I'm not confident. I just you know, when it comes to doing business with, you know, with an older white male um, with an ohm, I you know, it's it's not that I'm confident. It's just that I know that I could kick his ass playing basketball. And so and to me, it all comes down to sports. It's like, you know, I know that if I if I build these skills, whether it's football or it's basketball or it's running or whatever, it gives you another layer of yourself. You know, it just gives you something else that you feel like you're good at, you know, and that perhaps, you know, if you're in a boardroom or you're wherever you're at work, you know, I mean, sometimes you have to dig deep and just be like, well, you know what, let's just take it out on the court you know, and let's really see. And I, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's done wonders for me. Um, again, in retrospect, I didn't realize this is what it was, but it meant that for years and years and years, when it came to doing business with other guys, I was never intimidated. And I never understood why I wasn't intimidated until it, you know, until stuff like football comes up and I'm like, well, come on, let's go. You know, yeah. I mean, if you're all that, let's take it out on the field. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And Love so it. I, I just, I, you know, I wish, that more girls and more women, especially, like I said, I work around a lot of women that just don't have that confidence. They don't have that background. And I think if they had that, you know, and we, again, normalized it a little bit more, um, that they would be more willing to speak up. They would, you know, being coached is something that I think is really missing um, for a lot of people. They don't know how to be coached. You know, you take everything personally and you take the feedback negatively and blah 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 as opposed to oh i just need to turn my foot two inches to the right got it you know let's move on it doesn't mean i'm a bad person right um just because my foot wasn't two inches to the right it just means i need to move my damn foot two inches to the right um and so if we can get that into the mainstream as well um and and kind of toughen us up and and i just i think it's good for all of us see laura i think that uh you know as i'm getting more mature i never want to say older as i'm getting more mature <laughs> I, am, I am still understanding that when it comes to communication there also has to be comprehension as well when it comes down to it it's like that in professional life it's like that personally i'm learning that i want to get my point across to you but when you get your point across to me, I need to listen and pay attention to really what you're saying and how this impacts you so I can understand more clear. Right. Bringing in the comprehension part, because I have to really comprehend what really matters while you're in the middle of conversating. And to me, that's that's life lessons as you go through it, not just sports. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. It totally translates to that. Um, yeah. Dr. Laura Zander with all the information on Next <laughs> Legacy Sports. So, Danielle, one more question before we let this young lady go. What do you think makes the Nevada Storm stand out? Ooh. Oh. Ooh. 
Well, they're just, I mean, the team, the women that are on this team are so tough, but amazing. Like, it's just, it's the best team that I've ever been part of. I mean, it's diverse, right, in terms of background and, you know, you've got nurses and you've got um, personal trainers and, you know, all kinds of different, again, like intellectual um, capabilities. Uh, and so everybody's bringing something different. Everybody's got like a different kind of past that they're bringing to the table. Um, we've got this great diversity in terms of size and speed and skills and, you know, line. Um, everybody's willing to try new things. Uh, it's just, I mean, it's the West Coast, right? So it's open-minded, um, it's athletic, it's rugged, um, but there's a ton of heart, you know, and a ton of drive. I mean, this is a team that won back-to-back -back national champions championships in two different divisions. Like, and I think nobody's ever done that before. So that's what separates them, right? Is the ability to be to move up a level and continue to excel. And that's what we're looking for this year. And that's why I was so excited to be part of this. Cause I'm like, we're going to win a damn national championship. Right. We hey, need to go for three. There you go. There you right? go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nevada storm football.com is the website. Get to know the Nevada storm seasons coming April. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Laura, any final shout outs you would like to have before we let you go into parts unknown. Um, just to my teammates. I mean, they're uh, one of the other reasons I'm so stoked to play is, I mean, we've got and Sarah, you talked to Sarah the other night, Mo, um, Chris as a coach, you know, there's C-Mac and like these women are freaking phenomenal. Um, and every day I go out there and I just want to be better and I want to be better and I want to jump as far as her and I want to run as fast as her and I want to throw as well as she does and catch as well as she does. Um, and so just that competitiveness and the pure raw talent um, of the women that are part of this team are, it's, it's just amazing. So shout out. There you go. And I can't thank you yeah. enough for just spending some time with us. And um, it's just like, I'm telling not just the, the league in itself, not just uh, next legacy sports covering the league, uh, at a high level, hopefully, and we'll be, like I said before, going to live events, covering your games, pre and post game interviews. We're trying to do it up big to the point where um, the world outside of, of wherever you are, they can't deny us. They have to let us in. Exactly. Mainstream, we love you mainstream, but this is the core. This is the, this is the way it's going to be when it comes to just enthusiasm, yep. energetic, um, yep. authentic, passionate about the accomplishments and the competitiveness that not just the ladies have, but also, listen, on a journalist level, no, nah, we're, 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 we're going to be, you guys are going to keep looking for us. They can have yep. fun all they want to, but um, I might have to go to aisle four and tackle some other journalists too, as we go through. As well. so, <laughs> I say we make know. this the next UFC. It's the next hey, UFC. We just go. need a Dana White. There you you could be Joe Rogan, you know, maybe. Watch little, out. You know, I, yeah. Watch out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Laura, Move over, I UFC. appreciate it. Much success. This is your rookie campaign. So I'm wanting to see rookie of the year type levels on both <laughs> offense and defense. I'm, I'm rooting for you because, 
you know, I I I just want to see you play now. I just want to see you. Me too. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Laura, I appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks for your time. You got it. You got it. We'll be in touch. All right. Bye. Take care. That is Laura Zander of the Nevada Storm. Oh, she's going to be a good one. Uh, I can't wait.